Hey, First Gen family. This is your host, Rich Two. This is a special series in this feed called First Gen Stay Home Edition. The mission is the same, sharing immigrant stories from the creative community, but in this new normal we're all experiencing. I'll be catching up with friends of the show as well as some new ones. Before we get to our guests, I encourage all of you to help support your frontline healthcare providers and donate to First Responders First, a fund dedicated to frontline healthcare providers serving during the coronavirus pandemic. And you can do that at help.firstrespondersfirst.co. Florencia Masu, how's it going? Very well. How are you doing? Doing okay. Uh, so uh, thanks for coming back. Uh, the last time that we we talked, at least on microphones, it was at the uh, the first generation burden MTV edition that we did live. When our office was open. I know when we were still in the office. Yeah. Uh, feels like a million years ago now. It really does. When was it actually? It was. I think September. Yeah, it was last year exactly. Yep. So now we're all working from home. Uh, we haven't physically been in our office for a month now, which is wild to think. Wow. I feel like time goes so fast right now. I know. It's, it goes slow and fast. Like yeah. January feels like it was another year ago. I can't believe it. It's, it's April. It's crazy. Wanted to have you on the on the podcast to well one catch up, mm-hmm. see how you're doing, see how you're feeling working from home in uh, in this special series of first gen, stay home edition, and uh, yeah, let's let's talk about it. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm I'm quite a homebody, um, so I, I quite like being at home. So when this all started, I was like, yeah, I can be at home and I don't have to make up excuses to not see people. But now it's it's getting real for sure. It's um. I don't know. I just, I want to see people now. I want to get out and socialize, but I'm, I'm liking it. I'm not finding it as hard as a lot of people I think are. Um, but yeah, I, I get a lot of stuff done. Surprisingly, I try to um, do a lot of extra creative things that are outside of a screen. Cause you know, we're getting a lot of screen time these days. Um, a lot of Zoom calls, including this one. Calls, including this one. Um, a lot of FaceTime calls. Um, yeah, I try to keep in touch with my family a lot, which is great. Um, it's been really nice to like catch up with a lot of people that I like might not have talked to as often as I would now because everyone's at home. Um, I've picked up the ukulele. I've had it for a while, but now I've like actually been playing it quite a while. So you picked it up, but you've actually picked it up. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been learning a few songs. Um, it was my dad's birthday last week, so we like made him a video and like been making those like fun little videos and stuff. So that's been really fun. Got it. No, that's great to hear. Great to hear you're staying positive through all this. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about because I, I knew this about you was that I, I know that your parents tested positive for COVID nineteen. Yeah. Uh, but also for the listener, uh, thank God they are okay. They are in recovery. They never actually got tested. Um, got it. They were able to get tested, but um, they had all the symptoms. Got it. And felt really, really bad for a couple of weeks, longer than I thought it would have lasted. And it was quite worrying at at a point. But now they're totally fine, totally recovered. That's good. Yeah. And your parents live in London. They live in London, yeah. And And your family, you have a lot of family in Chile as well. Yeah. And my sister's in Spain. Um, but most of my family's in Chile. My parents and my older brother are in London and then my sister's in Madrid. So, so can, 
Can we talk a little bit about the feeling and also the way that the family was reacting through all of this? And yeah. at least in the in the beginning, I think collectively in the states, we we none of us knew what this we would be in this space. Totally. I yeah. mean, I even doubt. Like when we first started hearing things, I think in like late January, we started like hearing things about you know where it was starting and everything. And I mean, I didn't even really take it that seriously. I was like, oh, it's just a flu. Um, and I think my sister and my dad were the first ones in my family, at least, to like really kind of take things seriously, like try and stay at home. And were like, you know, this is actually a real big thing. Um, I remember I was just like, oh, you know, like it'll, it'll blow over. Um, and then my parents were in Chile at the time. So they flew to England. Um, How long ago was this? This was... Um, probably like mid, no, like early March at the beginning of March, they probably flew back or end of Feb, they flew back to London and then they like got it straight away. Like they were kind of doubting, like my mom was kind of doubting it a little bit. Um, and then like they got it and it was like, okay, newsflash, this is real. So what does that feel like to them? How are they talking through it? How are they describing it? Like, how did it manifest itself? My mom said that it felt like she had like a thousand daggers, like in her body, like she was just so much pain. Um, they, my dad got it first. So he like kind of tried to little self isolate within the, like the house. Um, and then like three days later, my mom got it. So they couldn't like, they were just in bed the whole day. They had like a, this really dry cough, a really bad headache. Um, just like couldn't move, like the whole taste smell thing. You can't really taste many things that lasted for a really long time. My mom yeah. said that she like still till like last week couldn't really properly taste things. Um, so you don't really have like many like want to eat anything or like any of that. So you kind of just have to like force feed yourself a little bit, drink loads of water, just rest, 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 rest loads. Like there's not really much you can do about it. You know, it's like a, it's like a flu in that sense that there's no, solution you just rest it out drink loads of water and wait till it goes away what was it like in london when they when their symptoms started manifesting itself that was was london under lockdown at the time i think so i think it was kind of like here where like chile even chile has been like the total opposite like lockdown straight away they don't even have that many cases but chile's like dealt with it in my opinion really really well they're like full full lockdown you have to even get like a permit to leave your house, um, even to go to the supermarket, to go to the pharmacy, to go to the doctor. Like you have to have a permit and there's like army and police on the streets, like stopping people, giving them tickets if they don't have um, that special document. I think um, Spain, from what my sister tells me, is the same situation. But London and here, I think are pretty much in the same boat. We're like technically on lockdown, but I still people, I still see people outside. I still right. see people like walking, going for a walk. Like if I go to the river on last Sunday, I went for a walk in the river and it was full of people. Really? Packed. Yeah. Genuinely packed with people. Where I do you live? Where do you live in New York? I'm Chelsea. So I just went to like the West side, like river, like near the High Line. Yeah. And I couldn't believe how many people there were. It was. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, so w- when, when your parents 
started getting sick like what's going through your head what are you what are you thinking are you in denial and when, when did you turn a corner when did they turn a corner and then they think oh is is it the taste thing is it the smell thing is it the the tired symptoms like what what are when does everyone start to think and acknowledge yeah so as you said for like for me for me initially it wasn't really like a big thing i think when they got ill and when we um stopped working from the office for me at least personally it was a big like whoa okay this is like a real historical worldwide like issue that we really need to deal with um and then when they got ill they're both really healthy luckily like they're, they're very active and eat very well and don't have any like pre-medical conditions or anything but when they got ill and they literally couldn't move and I like couldn't talk to them because they like didn't even want to be on the phone or anything I I still worried a lot they're, they're a lot older as well so you know it could have consequences and I, I kind of questioned to myself should I go to England to be with them because at first I was like nah like I'm not gonna go I did question to myself if I should just like be with them in case of anything. Of course, like I'm a positive person, but right. people think the worst sometimes. Um, but luckily they got through it and we talked, we talked a lot um, and try, just tried to keep each other positive. My sister, my mom and I would like talk nearly like every three days or something to um, just to keep each other positive and like laugh. Memes also really help like all these videos and, memes and like all the creative stuff that's like been circling around social media like just makes you laugh and like gets your mind off kind of the seriousness of it and just makes you like laugh a little bit with your family and friends and stuff right that's been really nice um and then when we got my grandma to like learn to use zoom was great <laughs> it took a while but <laughs> it was great and then we do like weekly like kind of my whole family mom's side um kind of like Zoom meetings on, on Sundays, which is great. And it's Easter on Sunday. So I think we're going to do like a little Easter thing together. I know it was Passover yesterday and today. So I know a lot of friends are doing those kind of like religious things with their families to like unite and stuff. So that's really nice. So your family lives all around the world. All around the world, yeah. So, so this uh, video chat life isn't that, isn't that uh, foreign to you and you're pretty used to it. Yeah, um, I mean, we're used to doing, and all my friends as well, like my friends live everywhere. So for me, this like, oh, let's video chat is very, very normal. Yeah. Um, it's just been a bit more like bumped up lately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, tell me about it. If anything, I'm just in back to back to back Zoom yeah. chats now. You as well. For you, 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 you. Have you been chatting virtually with your family and stuff? Uh, I do a lot of FaceTime with my my niece and uh, nieces and nephew. Uh, and I talk to my sister and my brother-in-law when possible. I'm calling my parents a lot more back in Jersey. It's so odd for me uh, where they live in New Jersey. And uh, before, I used to take for granted that I could just jump in a car to go. Car to go doesn't even exist in Brooklyn anymore. But I could just take a car to go you know, drive there, take a couple hours, but it wasn't a big deal. Or I just take New Jersey transit from Manhattan. And now that option isn't even available. Like I can't even really get into Manhattan because the, the MTA um, is only for essential workers. And I believe that, you know, to be a good thing. So I didn't realize that I didn't yeah. realize, um you have to like show some certain ID or something or I don't know how much they're policing it. To be quite honest, yeah. I haven't even left my my block and a half radius in a month. That's good. That's good. 
for sure. I mean, I'm trying to do what I can. You know, yeah. this is a part of that too. So you've been to the supermarket to like shop for food, or do you get that delivered? We get some deliveries, although Amazon or Fresh Direct or whatever that delivery services, it's hard to schedule now because I'm sure they're just inundated. And then when we have to go out and get supplies, I go to a Korean bodega that's like a block and a half away just to support local business. But then Ian Ali will do the whole thing where we do, we put on masks and then we wear, we have gloves, I have a box of of latex gloves nice. thank god because i i do murals as well so i have that from that type of work so i just like oh you know yeah um, new purpose now yeah, for sure. and uh, we do the whole thing where we suit up get ready to go and then we come back and then we just yeah. wash everything down i've also been um i've been going to the supermarket like once every two weeks and i don't know if it's the same for you there but it's like a huge line outside six six feet apart and then only 50 people allowed inside. Um, but with my sister, we were talking about how, well, so I think this is kind of like a wake up call for nature as well. Like in a good way, you've seen the like change of like global warming and in the world, just by us, like staying inside, like, you know, there's never been such little pollution in LA and in China and all these like big, big cities and like the rivers in Italy are getting clean. And like, it's just, I'm a big supporter of like that. So I think it's great, but I think the whole um, sustainability and plastic waste is kind of going not in the best way. And like all these gloves, I see loads of like latex gloves and now you can't use um, reusable bags in the supermarket that you can, they can only use the ones that you give them. And then same thing with like coffee shops and stuff. So we were just trying to find like a, a creative solution for that. And, um, so we made our own masks. My sister had sent me this thing to like make the masks. And then I know some people at um, MTV started making their own masks as well. So that's a good sustainable way to be creative and help the world still. I yeah. still think that should be a big like priority, you know? Good usage of all those tote bags that every creative designer or creative person in New York City just gets from literally everyone. Yeah. But so I started using those for the supermarket and then I went yesterday and they were like, no, you can't use your own bags. What? Yeah. What supermarket is this? Trader Joe's. Why can't you use your own bags? Because they're paper bags. Because of sanitary reasons. So you have to use their paper bags. <laughs> okay. How much of that do you think is just a brand ploy from Trader Joe's? They started charging for the bags so that you would like, you know, they like banned plastic bags in New York very recently. And then they started charging for your, for the plastic, for the paper bags. So you would take your own. So I start taking my own everywhere and now they've stopped that, which is quite sad. Ugh. I know. Which Trader Joe's do you go to? The one by Union Square? The one on 23rd Street, 20, uh, on 6th Avenue. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. That's right by School like of Visual Arts. One. Yeah, exactly. Right next to um, SBA. Yeah. Yeah. They used to be in a Barnes and Noble back in the day. That used to be? Yeah, they used to, when I was in grad school, I would go to that Barnes and Noble just to kind of, uh, just kind of air out some thoughts as well as just like read some books and oh, no get visually inspired. Yeah, it was it was. Uh, nice there's no Barnes and Nobles there anymore. No, there isn't. Yeah, there's Trader Joe's there, and then two blocks away, there's like a Whole Foods. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm like right in between both of them. I'm yeah. like two blocks away from Whole Foods two blocks away from Trader Joe's and now there's like a West side market as well, right next to me. I've got a lot of, a lot of options. I just look at which has the least, 
um, amount of people in the line now, <laughs> like outside <laughs> around the block. Nice. Uh, so while we're while we're in the midst of this quarantine, um, I'd love to know how you're staying creative, how you're staying uh, active in your own capacity. And I know you talked about picking up the ukulele yes. again. I um I picked up the ukulele. I send my family a song every week, and I let them kind of choose an artist. Um, so I kind of look for what the easiest song is to play in that artist's range. So the ukulele has been great. I try to do a, as little screen things as possible because we're like working loads and, you know, doing all these Zoom calls. So I, I feel like I get a bit of a, a migraine if I'm on the, um, on the screen too much and, you know, binge watching things. So I've picked up a few books as well. I've been reading quite a lot, which has been really nice. Um, I painted my wall. Um, my what did you call it an accent, an accent wall. wall yes I did an accent wall which was great um, and I started making this um, like a rug like I, I bought this kind of um, I don't know what you call it I think it's for like kind of weaving but I've like made it so that I bought this wool and I make these kind of pom-poms so I'm gonna make this like pom-pom rug um, just like little things like that. Yeah. So in terms of your relationship to work now too, cause like I said, we do work together. How do you think that's changed? And you can, you, you can, you don't have to talk about anything specific to, uh-huh. to our like day to day workflow, but what do you think about that? Like well, pros and cons, honest thoughts. So I kind of always thought I'd never be able to work from home. And I kind of thought it was like a necessary, like good thing to be able to do it. Um, it's definitely been hard, uh, especially with like, a, we have like quite a quick, like turnaround workflow and like a lot of things happening. So, um, it's been hard to like get things like going fast and like with the amount of things in different like areas, you know, especially as an animator, like, I don't know if you know, but after effects, you can only open like one window at a time. So I can't have like multiple projects open. Um, and just this tiny screen also like stops you a lot from like doing a fast pace but it's it's not like it could be worse it could definitely be worse I mean I could be out of a job it could be you know it could be in so many so many I have loads of freelance workers uh, friends as well who've like been let go so it could be a lot worse um and I quite like like doing it at my own pace keeping the hours is, is tough as well. Like the work hours. And I know you've been like sticking to a routine, but for me, it's been really hard to stay to a routine. Um, so I kind of like end up working really late or, you know, getting up later or you just like, it's been hard to stick to a routine. Like my, my meals are totally like not at the right time. Um, <laughs> but no, it's been okay. It's been, it's been fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely tried to do like outside kind of little projects. My sister started doing this kind of like lines, lines drawing. Um, they're really, really cool. And like, it's another like kind of artistic project you can do, but it doesn't involve a screen and, um, they're really cool. So I, so I talked to her a lot about doing like creative things together and yeah, that kind of stuff. No, that's great. It's great that you're keeping busy and great you're staying positive through all this. Yeah, it's important. It's hard. Like, I'm not positive the whole time, but, like, especially when I'm speaking to people, it's, like, you know, pumping each other up to, like, stay positive, stay busy, stay, like, communicating. Yeah. Those kind of things. For sure. So, as we're winding down, I think we're coming to the realization that, obviously, this is bigger than we all thought. 
right? Um, some are coming to it slower than others. Uh, but um, as someone whose family was affected by it early, what can you say for, for those who are currently feeling it or those who know people um, and also for anyone who may in the future? Because I imagine that we, many of us will in the future as well. Mm-hmm. Get ill or? Um, either be affected by it personally or know someone that is. I think, I mean, it's just really important to, even if like your government isn't telling you to do so per se, or the strict regulations to stay inside and to, you know, care for everyone who might be having a tougher time than you. And it's like, it's, everyone has to do their part for it to work. I think it, it, and although it's like a tough time, it really kind of brings us together and it's a huge unity for the world that we're all in exactly the same situation and we're all like going through this. And none of us really expected that this could happen. Um, but, you know, try and stay safe, try to stay healthy. Um, exercise. I know it's hard to like exercise indoors, but, you know, I do yoga every day, which like helps you to like meditate and keep active as well. Um, try and stick to a routine, although it's hard. Um, eat healthy, drink a lot of water. And yeah, just try and talk to your loved ones and be creative and do things that you like maybe have been putting off for ages, but now you're at home so you can like do everything, like paint your wall or do creative things. Or pick up the ukulele. (laughs) Or pick up the ukulele or read a book, you know, like all those (laughs) things. Um, I know it's tempting to like kind of just like get really down and isolate yourself because you're like isolated physically and to just like binge watch things or not that that's bad, but like, I think speaking to people, even if it's virtually really helps sometimes. And like being honest about if you feel like crap, you feel like crap, that's fine. Um, but you know, just like communicating those things I think is important. Fonchi, thanks for coming on again. Thank you so much. Of course. You're the best. How are you? Uh, stay safe, stay healthy. Yes, keep dancing, loving <laughs> content. I might do it today. I don't know. Like yeah. last, last week, I did it. Like I was kind of wearing my body down, but now I might get back into it. I, I actually my kneecaps a little bit. I was gonna your head. How does your head not get like painful? Uh, I, I just did it for a long time and it only, by whatever bruising or anything that I feel up there only lasts for typically a day. Okay. The, the bigger pains are in my knees cause I'll crash on my knees. Ooh. So like it'll bruise there. Not cause my joints are bad, although those aren't so great like, <laughs> as I'm approaching 39 years old, but yeah. my, sometimes my elbows too, but also I'm physically larger than I was when I was a kid. So yeah, no, definitely. You're more light to land on before. Exactly. Uh, do you not wear like pads, like knee pads and, and elbow pads? I mean, if Models is open, maybe I go pick some. <laughs> but like strap on some socks or something. <laughs> exactly. That might be the move. We'll figure it out. But keep it coming. We like watching that content. Cool. Thanks, Fonchi. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find the First Generation Burden podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, and wherever you get podcast content. On social media, you can find us at, at @firstgenburden, and you can find me at rich underscore tu on various social media. If possible, please support your frontline healthcare workers by donating to First Responders First at help.firstrespondersfirst.co. Check this feed for more episodes. I hope you stay safe and stay healthy.